Hello, my name is Lexi and welcome to series two of our podcast, Women in Society, here at the Sixth Form Bolton. Our aim is to discuss issues that impact women in society and allow our students to have their say about topics in society that affect them. Today's podcast is in honour of International Women's Day, a global holiday celebrated annually on March 8th to commemorate the cultural, political and social economic achievements of women. In today's podcast, our students have selected women who inspire them. Today, we'll hear about women from different cultures, generations and backgrounds who have all fought against gender discrimination. From hearing about Ruth Bader Ginsburg's fight for justice in the United States to Lieutenant General Niger Johar Khan's leadership of hospital during the COVID pandemic to Emily Clarkson's work to inspire the young generation of today to see past media ideals of beauty. Today's podcast showcases the powerful fact these women have had to challenge stereotypes and inspire others. First of all, I'd like to hand over to Zara, who's going to talk about the woman who inspires her. Hi, so my inspirational woman is Lieutenant General Nigara Johar Khan, and she is the first and only woman to reach the rank of the Lieutenant General and the third to reach the Major General in the Pakistani Army. They've even made a film about her called Eirkhan Nigar and she's absolutely phenomenal <laughs> because first of all in a Pakistani society it's not the norm for a woman to kind of reach that level to go into the army to become a surgeon even like it's not the norm um, and lieutenant for those who don't know it's the highest rank within the army um, which is mostly dominated by men um, so she's She's broken the barrier in that way. Um, but she did serve as a surgeon general before, so she did have a background in the medicine field, um, which again is brilliant and fantastic. Um, and she has inspired lots of young Pakistani girls um, to kind of aim high and achieve whatever they want and they can do it because they can and no one and nothing can stop them. Um, but despite all her successes, she did face, you know, backlash. She did have people say, oh, no, you can't do it. Or like, oh, no, this is like a man's kind of field and career. You can't really do it. But she bypassed them all and she, she did it. She got her status and she made it in the army. Um, so she did challenge all the cultural expectations of a woman, again, in the Pakistani society and just in the Eastern society in general, mm-hmm. um, I think, which is great. Um, but yeah, she didn't settle for less um, and she kept pushing herself. And the reason why she inspires me is because she just, it shows that you just need to believe in yourself and you need to keep going no matter what. And no matter what anyone says to you, don't listen to them, keep on going. Um, and she also did run a military hospital during COVID-19. She was a director, was she? Yeah. Which was fantastic. And a quote from her that she said is that, the problem is when we fail to teach our daughters and sisters to recognise that they are being discriminated. We need to like encourage all of all of the young women around us to achieve high. Yeah, and, and an interview I saw about, she was also being awarded by the president. Um, yeah. It's nice that she's being recognised yeah. that high up, yeah. um, that's showing to all of people in Pakistan, you know, this is a woman who's doing a really good job and she should be valued for it. Um, but I saw that, you know, I learned about her from yeah. your notes from telling me this. And it was nice to see that um, she was so highly regarded um, in, in, in the country and her passion about talking to, about other women going, um, it, it's, it's good that I can do this and I can do this. She's also talked about Saudi Arabia, yeah, hasn't oh she? Yeah. 
and trying to encourage other countries, other Muslim countries to value women um, and that they can still be patriotic and, and still express exactly, their yeah. religion mm-hmm. as well as being um, following their dreams. Yeah, um, yeah. And, that, and just the main fact that she's inspiring young mm-hmm. girls. It's, it's Especially when, when it's based on someone who's in your yeah. culture mm-hmm. as well. It's, it's highly inspirational. Well, thank you very much. And it was lovely to learn about her. Um, and we're all, everyone in today's podcast is someone we haven't heard of before, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. all three of us. So that's brilliant. So I am going to uh, take the floor now and tell you about Catherine Switzer. So Catherine Switzer was the first woman to run the Boston Marathon in 1967. As a young woman, she was keen on running and um, athletic and she checked the rules of the Boston Marathon and it didn't say anything about gender. So she entered the race using her initials and she ran the race on the day with her trainer and her boyfriend. At the start line, she was greeted with praise and encouragement by the fellow runners and thought nothing of it. During the race, the race director saw it was a female runner. He tried to grab her shirt and tried to pull her off the course. He also then tried to take off her bib number because you can't run a race um, without a bib number, otherwise you're disqualified. Um, Her boyfriend and trainer came to help her and um, she managed to continue. Even her boyfriend and trainer were skeptical that she could ever complete a marathon, as no woman ever had. However, she was determined to prove people wrong, as the common thought of the time was, women can't run that distance, they're too fragile. She completed the race, and afterwards she talked about the determination she had just to get through that race because of, of what it would say about women's ability. After the race, the authorities banned women from entering races with men. It took until 1972 until the Boston Marathon allowed a women's race. Two years after this, in 1974, Catherine Switzer won the New York Marathon. And she talks about the motivation she had from that day moving forward to help her win the New York Marathon. In 2011, she was inducted to the National Women's Hall of Fame for creating a social revolution by empowering women through running. Now, why she empowers me is I am a a runner, not very good one sometimes, (laughs) but still a runner. And if she hadn't started on this journey, I start to think about all the women who who may not have done, the the inspirational Kenyan athletes that run the marathon that we see, that Paula Radcliffe, one of the first British women to run and win London and many other races. And the idea that, again, gender shouldn't limit her. Yes, it, she's a different pace, just physiologically yeah. different than men, but she's got her own race. She's running against women. Um, she now runs a non-profit, mm-hmm. inspiring women to become comfortable doing exercise. Um, however, today, I still think that women feel judged when they exercise. They're more conscious about how they look. They're more likely to be discussed, talked about and filmed when they're either in the gym or exercising. So her message of empowerment is just to enjoy sport and enjoy something that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find her story very inspirational, especially when I'm on a hill. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I need to get to the top yeah. of this hill. Who's inspiring me? But sport is um, an area where a yeah. lot of us have found that women can be very inspirational. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zainab, I'm going to hand over to you about another sports person who is um, inspirational to you. Mary Con. That's like her boxing name. She's 
she came, I'll talk a bit about her background. She came from a very unprivileged background and especially being born in India with like the cultural differences between men and women. So from a very young age, she was um, working on the fields for her parents so like they could earn the money. Um, however, like in like 1998, she, she was inspired by a boxer who won a gold um, medal at the Asian games. and. Boxing is seen as like a masculine sport, but that mm. didn't stop her. She still like tried going for it and was like training. Although her parents and like society, every, there was a stigma like it's masculine, so she can't become a boxer. She still pushed herself and she still like um, became a boxer and she won a bronze medal and she won six times world amateur boxing champion wow. and has had many like face-offs with many different people. She's um, had non-profit organisations or more, more like um, helping the underprivileged for free, um, mm. like with the boxing, like boxing lessons. And she, yeah, she was the a first Indian woman to win a boxing gold at the Asian Games. Wow. Um, she's had a movie dedicated to her and she's so inspiring to me because seeing her as like an Indian myself, she's like really breaking the social norms mm. um, of like women should stay at home yeah. and she's like pushing women and like being down the front line and she was um, nominated as a member of the, I'm sorry if I pronounced this <laughs> wrong, Rajya Sabha um, Awards by the President of India so, and she's part of the Indian Parliament and she's a big inspirational for a lot of young Indian girls and women to like be able to achieve all their goals without um, feeling the fear of what society is going to think mm. because culturally that's such a big thing mm. what society going to think being a young woman and she must be very inspiring to her young daughters seeing like all her successes like seeing her being able to do it it really gives hope and like um, to all the other women mm -hmm. across not just in India but like across the globe mm -hmm. like we can achieve our yeah. dreams it's that idea of seeing someone who looks like you who's from yeah. your background your culture on screen or doing powerful yeah. things and mm -hmm. going oh so I can yeah. do it yeah. representation is important oh, um, and, and that's what we've got from all three and yeah, the, these yeah. no matter of cultures changed uh -huh. um, countries have changed yeah and timelines have changed mm -hmm. but all three we, we've recognized here faced uh, barriers to do with culture yeah. or to do with just basic discrimination mm -hmm. all from being a woman but imagine the confidence that these women must have had in themselves mm -hmm. to get through yeah. this if yeah. you came across those barriers no you're not someone pulling you off a race someone saying no you can't go into the army or yeah. no you shouldn't be that high up or in boxing themselves yeah. still today is seen as a, a slightly more male dominant yeah. sport to, mm -hmm. to to break down those barriers is hugely inspiring um, and thank you for telling me about her. Okay, so another woman who's very inspirational that we're going to have a discussion about is Amal Clooney. Now, people might recognise the last name, but um, when I researched her a little bit, when you sent me that information, Zainab, um, quite common was Amal Clooney, no makeup, Amal Clooney fashion. However, and quite sadly, I had to dig quite deeply to learn more information about what she has done to really inspire women to do with her career. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Amal Clooney? Um, so Amal Clooney is Lebanese, but she grew up in the UK yeah. and she got her education in the UK and became a barrister. And 
for international law and human rights and she represents a lot of um, important people um, and she's very inspiring in the human rights because she's um, bringing up topics that many people can and like will ignore and shy away from um something which i found was like really great that she did was <clears throat> in the united nations she told how she was ashamed by their actions for not taking care of the yazidis um women who were tortured raped assaulted by the isis mm -hmm. and it's so inspiring seeing her because she's a woman not only is she george clooney's wife that everybody just knows her for but she's like fighting so many different problems that we're facing she's fighting equality um in the us and in the uk and around the world she's fighting the isis she's like putting herself on the forefront yeah and at risk is she's yeah. you know she's going against people who, uh -huh. who were you know for isis she's putting herself right on the line isn't 100%, she percent and like um some like be me who wants to work in the human rights industry mm. it's so um inspiring to see her because she's a woman of color that's also achieving like these high statuses what she deserves and it gives me hope because it's like if she can do it i could also yeah. do it mm. and she's she's working on the platform of, of, of she's, an she's a lawyer in her own right and mm -hmm. she's got that up but what else she she can't fight against being george clooney's wife you no. know she fell in love with, but she's using that platform yeah. to go right if you are going to talk to me and write about me mm -hmm. listen yeah. to yeah. me um and she's done a, a lot of work with uh, of women and societies mm -hmm. that, that have been um forgotten about yeah. um but yes yeah, put yourself on the line like that to, yeah. to, to go against isis and, and fight for war crimes yeah in the hague that's very inspirational yeah. but as ara was saying to me before if you google her it's yeah. the second one in the list talking about her fashion yeah, what's she wearing yeah, yeah it's, they don't they don't shine light on what she actually her does career. her career her like purpose in life yeah you call it that it's like and also with her last name it's just because she's george queenie's wife doesn't mean she's she didn't have a life yeah. before that or she, she doesn't, doesn't have, have a life, life. yeah, yeah. Just because you're married to someone who's famous doesn't mean mm -hmm. that you know you, you not that you can't do it, but just yeah. Or it's from like from him yeah. when it's like built yeah. up by herself. She did this. Yeah, she um, built her own career. Yeah. She she also lawyer. probably you know she was educated in this country. She, she talks about the the privilege she had to, oh. to get escape a war yeah. you know from the lebanon and that she's very proud to be back there and supporting that country oh. but that she you know she took advantage of the education she had mm -hmm. here to support other people yeah. who didn't have that education yeah. and that privilege uh -huh. so definitely amal clooney is in our yeah. Uh, yeah. hall of fame for inspirational uh -huh. yeah. women um that we're looking at today and it's like what you said as well she's using the advantage that she is married to george clooney yeah. to kind of get her points across yeah. and her you know the work she's doing mm -hmm. to get it across to everybody to inform them in a way of what's going on mm -hmm. to bring justice to people yeah because yeah. she could quite rightly with the money they have right i'm done, I'm done. i yeah. just want to do whatever i want but, but she works for a living probably because yeah. she enjoys it because mm -hmm. she wants to do this because she wants to use her career yeah. that she had before she attached to that name uh -huh. um to, to to help others yeah. and and good on her that she's she's a strong inspirational woman and a woman from another culture that we're yeah. celebrating here today so yep amal clooney straight in the hall of fame of ours today mm -hmm. so thanks for telling us about her zainab
having a quick chat with Georgia, who's going to tell us about another woman who's an influence on her. And we're going to discuss uh, Emily Clarkson. Yes. So why don't um, you tell me a little bit about Emily? Okay, okay, so Emily Clarkson is a social media influencer who is an advocate for that kind of fighting against stereotypes in terms of women on social media. And she talked about how important it is to be authentic. And in her bio, she says, I need women to, sh to know how powerful they are, which I think is mm. a really important statement. Um, so yeah, she has a podcast with um, a fellow social media influencer and one of her very good friends, Alex. Uh, and it's called Should I Delete That? Which has only started relatively recently, like in the past few weeks, but it went like pretty much straight to number one on Apple Podcasts, which is a massive, massive achievement. Um, and that podcast kind of discusses a lot of really important topics, so stuff like challenging these preconceived notions that social media pushes forward of there only really being one side of an argument. Mm. And also the most recent one, which I think is I think is out already or is coming out very soon, um, kind of breaks down grief and they talk with a grief counsellor. And yeah, so her kind of mission with social media is speaking about things that aren't typically spoken about. Yeah, and she's using it in a positive manner, isn't it? Absolutely, as well? yeah. As well, yeah. Going against the stereotypes. I often had a look into it and I was seeing she was posting images of the idea of, oh no, I, I should delete that picture. And she's mm. like, no, 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 I'm going to post it because yeah. this is this is what I actually look like. This is, you know, a little bit of fat hanging over there or this is my actual size or this is, oh my God, a stretch mark or something like that. And she's going yeah. against that grain yeah. of going, this is actually me. This is not an airbrushed image. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and trying to promote, I think, along her followers to go, it's all right to be this yeah. way. And can I ask you, Georgia, why, why is she an influence on you then? I think, especially like with me being like a young woman growing up in a very social media focused world, it's really important to kind of curate your own experiences with social media. So it's far too easy for uh, like any woman to follow say like the Kardashians all these like models and influencers on social media and think that they're not good enough because they don't look like them but with people like Emily Clarkson like following her like um you know what she posts it's all about positivity and it's all about being real and loving yourself for who you are and not this airbrushed version of you which I think is really important mm. um to kind of come of age in that sort of positive yeah. where you can just not be like constantly comparing yourself with these unrealistic expectations she, she gives across an air of confidence the confidence in her is going i d don't care you know i yeah. am just me i haven't brushed my hair just to do this shot i haven't done this i haven't styled this image yeah there's a, there's a confidence of her that she tries to put portray to her fans to go it's okay to be you um, yeah. And I, like I found a very very influential myself when I was yeah. looking at her and thinking, wow, that is nice just to see someone just doing the daily thing and, and just being mm. positive on social media. And you were saying that on a Friday she has a, a little special. Yeah, so um, to like encourage positivity in her followers uh, and just generally on social media as a platform, she has this thing that I, I love, it's wonderful, called Feel Good Friday, where she gets anyone who follows her to send in um positive news so um in the time i've been following her which has been a, like a few months um it's been stuff like people who've recently had children or gotten engaged or got married i sent in a message when i got my university offer from Aww. the university i wanted to go to um and it's just really nice because social media is such a kind of like dog eat dog situation mm. so it, uh, it feels like everyone's very much out for themselves yeah and out to promote themselves and everything um 
and as women we're so often kind of pitted against each other so if a woman achieves something then you have to be better and you have to do more that's a really good um, point yeah so one thing that i've found from following these like feel good fridays is some people have like messaged in being like this has done wonders for me in terms of recognizing other women's achievements which i think is just incredible because it's something that's so ingrained in society yeah. and it's something that we really need to change because if we're not encouraging other people to do well without it hurting our own egos then like what's yeah it's that bit of, of supporting women that, that empowered women yeah. empower women exactly. and i think that's something that really suits what she's doing and um, it's clearly something that part of her ethos and her message that she puts across uh, i think she's a very good addition to our yeah. list so as george has contributed uh, emily clarkson I'm now joined by Isma, Holly and Lucy, who are going to tell us today about women that inspire them and who they've chosen for their International Women's Day collection. So I'm going to start off with Holly. So Holly, you tell me a little bit about who you've chosen. I've chosen a Hollywood actress called Marlene Dietrich and she was one of the first women to challenge stereotypes in 1930 by dressing as a man on screen and kissing a woman and it was one of the first lesbian kisses that was around at that time and was quite controversial but then during that same year or like decade she even rode to Paris on the train and the police of chief said that he was going to arrest her for wearing a full white suit but she as soon as as soon as she arrived, decided that she would just wear a man's coat, sunglasses, a beret and escort the police officer by the arm off the platform and so challenge that stereotype. Wow, and that's, that's a long time ago that she was sat staring, ch challenging stereotypes. Like today, we like to look at, that we as women like to, to, to challenge stereotypes and, and, and point out wrongs and, and injustices in the world. But to do it in that era, to be one of the first women to do that, that, that must have taken a lot of inspiration, a lot of um, bravery, really, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was illegal as well in Paris before 2013 for a woman to wear trousers. Wow. And so why is she an inspiration to you, Holly? Why did you pick her? Because she wasn't afraid to be bold or challenge those who were above her. And she's also really helpful throughout the war um, as she became an American citizen. She helped to sell war bonds and help the soldiers in um, catering for food and in like the hospitals. So she was always influential as well with that mm -hmm. and not just like her clothing. Oh, fantastic. What lovely to learn about her. Okay, go pass on to Lucy. So Lucy, you tell me a little bit about a woman who's inspired you. A woman who's inspired me is Ruth Bader Ginsburg as she was the second female justice ever on the Supreme Court and the first Jewish female justice. And she was always advocating for female equality and just gender equality overall. And she never let her male counterparts dismiss her or overstep their, her boundaries. And she always stood up for what she believed was right. She did many great things while she served 27 years on the Supreme, Supreme Court as she co-founded the Women's Rights Project at American Civil Liberties Union as she began to refer sex discrimination cases and mantle, uh, she began to mantle 
all the cases, even when it was focusing on men. Like an example of is a man was sentenced into prison and she fought a case because the man didn't believe it was fair as the jury was all male and there was no f females on the jury and she, uh, he believed that it wasn't right for women not to be served or put on the jury and uh, over her 27 years she fought six cases against the Supreme Court and won five of them all focusing on gender equality and female rights. So she, she, she definitely had a, an impact and, and I know she passed away um, in 2020 wasn't it yeah um and there was a lot of support trying to show the work she'd done um in the, in the female liberation movement and just 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 trying to educate people about her, what she'd done because to be on the supreme court for that number of years that much commitment to, to challenge gender equality that must be a, a huge um commitment that she's done herself yeah so why why did you pick her lucy what was your influence there i picked her because at the time there was not that many women speaking out or being brave enough to speak out even though they wanted to and it's a kind of inspiration because she's taught and shown everybody that no matter who you are, you can speak up for what you believe in, even if you are the minority in the situation. And like, I feel like she's taught women, you don't have to be on the sidelines anymore, and you can be whoever you want to be, even if you're fighting against 20 males against mm. one of you. Yeah, and she's done a lot of work with the recently in Barack Obama's uh, presidency about pay discrimination, didn't yeah. she? And saying that, you know, women should be paid equally to men and making sure that justice was served in that way. And definitely a woman that I would have put on our display for International Women's Day. So thank you for bringing up and her work up. A woman who deserves to be in the uh, Hall of Fame, as we're calling yeah. it, for International Women's Day. Okay, Isma, who is the lady who has influenced you? Um, I've chosen to Khadija bin Walid. She was the first uh, wife of the Prophet. She was the first ever Muslim, or the first ever person to accept Islam. And she stands out a lot to me because she contradicts many criteria that many countries have put on women now. She was actually a merchant, she had her own business. Wow. And um, a very successful business. She came from a wealthy background. Mm -hmm. And she was twice the age of Prophet Muhammad and she asked him for marriage. And her asking him for marriage is something that even in Western is not that normalised, a female asking a male for marriage. And I think, uh, especially if we look at situations such as Afghanistan, where the Taliban says women can and cannot do this, but the first ever person in Islam is contradicting every single one of your criteria. You know, who are you to say what women can and cannot do? And she just, she was one of the main people behind Islam. She encouraged uh, Prophet Muhammad to go on to doing Islam. Obviously, it had a huge impact on, on you, would I would say. Is that why she, you've chosen uh, her today? Yes. I'm very big into economics and business and she's of course a very successful businesswoman and as somebody that's quite close to me in a sense, close to my culture yeah. and I can look up to as a role model and I really yeah. admire her work. And it's, it's really important for all us to have role models that, that match our culture as well uh, just so we can learn from them and everything. Which is interesting today because there's still not that many women in business today. Um, and obviously, as time's gone by, I'm sure she would like to see more women at us as well. So it's nice to see that she inspires you um, with what you're doing. And actually, if we just talked about all three ladies here, all three have got common patterns, haven't we? We've all got 
someone who is challenging a stereotype, especially in an era which I've gone by. Um, all of them have faced, I can imagine, quite some quite stereotypes, some quite judgmental times. It's nice to see, and we've, the correlation of, of what we found with you three today and what we found with our other ladies who were doing the podcast. Thank you very much for educating us today. Thank you very much to all our students who have contributed to our podcast today and we hope that has educated you about some of the women who have inspired them. I want to leave you today with the theme of International Women's Day 2022. Imagine a gender equal world. A world free of bias, stereotypes and discrimination. A world that is diverse, equitable and inclusive. A world where differences are valued and celebrated. Together, we can forge women's equality. Together, we can all break the bias. Thank you very much for listening today. <music>